Welcome to Strategize Your Life Podcast, where you will achieve, believe, and conquer in your pursuit to a purpose-filled life. Here are your hosts, Pastors Dean and Jacqueline Richards. All right, so today we're going to talk. Um, I, I was looking at the scripture and I thought the scripture was was uh, quite interesting, profound. So, you know, what it highlighted to me, what I was seeing was willing mind. Um, you know, sometimes, Lord, the, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Each mm-hmm. every day we have to counteract mm-hmm. our flesh because that's yes. our biggest struggle is the, is, is killing the flesh daily. Yes. So I thought this was, uh, the scripture was profound. So this is David having a conversation with his son, um, Solomon. Um, Solomon was given the task to rebuild the temple. David couldn't do it because, because God had saying, I believe it was blood on his hands. Yeah. So yes. he yes. could not do it. So he gave, so the job was given over to his son, Solomon. And these are the words that Solomon, that David conveys to his son Solomon. Um, and the verses follow. It's regarding to the rebuilding of the temple. So he says, and Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with a whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. So I wanted to focus on this word. That's why I highlighted willing mind. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about willing mind is, you know, is the mind. It's, it's having our mind doing what, what God wants us to do. Mm-hmm. So a mind that is focused totally mm-hmm. on God. But mm-hmm. in order for us to be able to do things for God, we have to, when it says willing mind, it's a mind that is in line with God's will, right? And see, cause he says, for the Lord sees every heart Heart connects with the mind. The mind and the heart are one. So the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. Mm -hmm. So God knows our heart. He knows what we plan and he knows what he, what we think. Mm -hmm. But he says, if you seek him, you will find him. So Mm -hmm. when you seek in search of, right? Mm -hmm. So seek, search, Mm -hmm. um, go, go after, diligent for. If so, so that means he says, if you seek him, if you seek him, that means you're saying that God, I'm looking for you. I'm searching for you because yeah. I want to do what you want me to do. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. that means that if I'm seeking you, if I'm looking for you, then I'll do what you want me to do. I'm going after you, Lord. And when mm-hmm. I go after the Lord, that means I'm going after the Things that he wants to wants me to do, the yeah. things that I that I agree with, that I believe in, that means that you're going after the will of God. Amen. So it's, it's so we're gonna move on to here. Um, 
the relationship between now I thought this was an interesting point. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to add it here. Mm-hmm. So relationship between intimacy and the mind, mental intimacy in a relationship refers to the emotional, emotional and intellectual connection that partners share. Mm-hmm. It involves a deep understanding and acceptance of each other's thoughts Mm-hmm. feeling, beliefs, and values. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at this term mental intimacy, because he says in the beginning, he says, and Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. So he's saying in order for you to do what God wants you to do, we have to have this intimate relationship with God. But intimacy here, the last part of this sentence involves a deep understanding and acceptance of each other's thoughts, Mm. beliefs, and values. That means as a believer, this word, the word of God, is where we get our deep understanding and acceptance of God's thought, feelings, his beliefs, and his values. This is all in God's word. Now, if we have a deep understanding, if I now understand this, everything in his words, his mm-hmm. thoughts, his feelings, beliefs, and values, if I take this word and I understand it and I come to accept it, then that's my intimacy with God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say this again. In this word, the God's Bible, there's his thoughts, his feelings, his beliefs, and his value. If I come to have a deep understanding, my deep understanding comes with reading his word daily and being a, a what do you call it? A good steward, a good studier of his word. Students, amen. If I come to a deep understanding, and deep understanding of anything comes with studying. Mm-hmm. If I study something well, then I ha- then I grasp an understanding of it. So when I study this, I grasp an understanding of God's word. Once I grasp it, that means I'm accepting it, mm-hmm. right? I'm accepting this as true. Exactly. I'm accepting this as true. So once I accept this mm-hmm. word as truth and I understand it and I abide by it, then there's my intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. Simple. Guys, it's very simple, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this is what this intimacy is. So he says to Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors. So learn to know God intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin saying the heart is the subconscious mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our experiences that are buried, we are living them out today. Why he says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Beautifully Mm -hmm. said. Beautifully said, Faustin. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for that. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. the heart is the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So the heart and the mind are one. Mm -hmm. So this is where, again, I'm going back to our our intimacy with the mind. Mm -hmm. You know, when we refer to our emotional and intellectual connection, that partnership, we're in partnership with God. You know what's interesting about this? I think there was a movie in, by Tyler Perry dealing with married couples. And there was a couple. Why did I get married? Okay. 
is is his character and a short lady a short woman yeah. she was always it seemed like if she was emotionally attached to to, to the opposite sex like her co-workers yeah. and what you are saying here is that you're not physically having the affair if you understand what i'm saying but she was having an affair it was and I, i've never even thought of it like that that movie just brought in my perspective that she was having mental intimacy with a man on the job does that make sense yeah. so what i'm saying here is that um uh, uh, that's the opposite side of it so i just wanted to put it out there but here we need to be um more god-centered um you said have a willing mind be willing be you know excited be enthralled with um seeking the lord so we have to be mindful you know and that opened the door for me to let me know that people can have you know um what mental Ill intimacy or emotional intimacy with someone else mm -hmm. of the opposite sex i don't know if you guys have ever saw that movie with yes you, you remember that yeah i don't know if you guys were exposed to that or anybody came for counseling with that but that was a brand new something for me mm -hmm. yeah so that is yeah that's what i mean people, let's keep our focus on jesus amen Amen. And some people don't realize that 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 that, that exists. But yeah. I brought it up because I wanted to That's just say the does the mere foolishness of thoughts is sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Of your thought is sin. Amen. Amen. Yes. And so uh, I wanted to bring this up because I wanted you to have an understanding of of just this intimacy with God. It begins with His Word. Yeah. And it begins with, you know, studying his word and accepting his thoughts, mm -hmm. feelings, beliefs, and values. Once you accept that, then, 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 then the, that, that becomes a part of you, mm -hmm. right? Those thoughts, yeah. thoughts, feelings, his beliefs, his values become a thought of you till the both of you are like one. Yeah. And then you're accepting it. So this is what yeah. he wanted Solomon to do because the rebuilding of the temple he needed God to help him do it. Mm. And that, and that comes with knowing him on an intimate level. Mm. So I hope, um, individuals are understanding the connection as to why yes. I, I, I bought that on. I thought this was really deep. I have yes, never yes. understood intimacy with God in this explanation. Mm -hmm. Like I took it and I went, Oh my goodness. Like yeah. this is it. I yes. have to understand God's yes. word, understand it and accept it. But mm -hmm. the word carries God's thoughts, mm -hmm. feelings, beliefs, and his values. Everything is yeah. here. We just mm -hmm. have to understand it and accept it. Yeah. Once we do, that changes our life. Then yeah. we know God in a different way. way. Right? Cousin Jackie, this, this introduces a whole uh, another conversation. This is why, again... When raise in the bar. Yes, when we have um set when we experience sexual intimacy, mm -hmm. you can understand why God oh wanted God. it to be within. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. before it's it's we, we call it like a soul tie. Where when people do it outside, you know, of marriage, we, it's a soul tie. But even if we're married, we are creating that soul tie where we are being where we are all of our emotions, everything is connecting. You understand? Mm -hmm. So yeah. So this here, I love the definition. This opens up a whole nother door. You can only you, you get a better understanding. understanding. Purpose. Yeah. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Amen. 
Amen, indeed. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the next, um, so I also wanted to move into the characteristics of a willing mind. So when we're talking about the willing mind, I want you to, to keep in mind of when I say characteristics of a willing mind is talking about a willing mind in terms of following God's will on what he wants you to do. So my mind is centered on God. So it's giving our best effort. So Colossians 3, 23, and for those of you who have that Bible can follow along. It's that whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, right? So it's giving our best effort in everything, giving our best effort as a spouse, giving our best effort as a, as a parent, giving best effort as a volunteer, giving our best effort as a, as a sibling, giving our best effort as a friend, giving our best effort at a job. Whatever God is giving you to do, we have to give our best effort as if we're doing it unto the Lord. So the Lord blessed you with a spouse. Right. God brought you two of you together. Make you have to you have to work on this individual as if it's it, it's you're looking at it as a gift from God. Amen. With your children. The children are a gift from God. So when you care for your children, you do. And, and this I'm ministering to myself as well. You do it as if it, God has given you a gift and he wants you to take care of it. The finance, the money that you get. Your money is not yours. It comes from God. So you have to be good stewards as if God had written you a check and said, here, I want you to, or, or he's given you some money and say, I want to manage it at your job. Let me tell you some people at your job, you have to work at it as for the Lord, because he's given you the opportunity for that job. Some of us yeah. can go, you know what? I'm just going to show up late, 10 minutes late. You know what? I'm just going to go do a little bit of this job. Guys, you're working for the Lord. Amen. The person that's over you is, is, is really doesn't even know it is on, is, is, is the person that's over you from God. Mm -hmm. But you have to work whatever you do, your best effort. When we, Amen. when we pray, we have to remember we're doing it for God. Colossians yeah. 3 and 2 says, Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. All right. So it says here, a willing mind comes with our finest thinking. Where mm. is my, where is my thinking? Am I thinking on things that are worldly that gratify the flesh or am I taking care of the spirit? God mm. has given us wisdom. Amen. And, and he says, if you don't feel you have wisdom, ask me for it. You know yes. why he, want, he needs wisdom? Because he wants you to be successful at whatever you do. Yes. Right? And Amen. that requires our, our best thinking. I'm going to put my best foot forward. That's mm -hmm. why we have discernment. Right? Discernment is a gift. We need to ask for discernment in every yes. situation. That's why we need to discernment. You need to think. You know what my family calls me here? Colombo. Oh, why? <laughs> I do not sit with one answer. I will sit there and go up and down till I can figure that thing out. Even if I have to go, oh, God, help me get this. 
I hear you. Right? Amen. Even if I say something looks a little bit suspicious, I'm like, mm, that don't seem too right. Like I mm -hmm. always want to figure things out. Mm -hmm. Right? Sometimes that's a detriment because God sometimes tell me, Jackie, be patient. Mm -hmm. But we need to put forward. We've God has given us said wisdom is there for you. We need to ask for it. Okay, we don't need to go on silly, silly. We need to ask, put our best thinking forward. Last James 1, 5. James 1, 5 says this. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that uh, that giveth to all men liberally and unbraideth not and it shall be given. Okay, so the last one, seeking God's wisdom. I had yes. mentioned this before. We need to go after God's wisdom. David Amen. was a man after God's own heart. Heart also translate to mind. He wanted to know what God was thinking. He wanted mm -hmm. to know how God did things. That means he was after God. I want to know why you did it this way. God, I want to know what you're thinking. He was seeking after God's wisdom. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because the word of God even says the wisdom of this, um, um, the wisdom of this world is foolishness. Okay, so if God's wisdom is foolishness to man, then give me God's hmm. wisdom. That means that his ways are not our ways. So that means that people are Amen. not understanding of how God operates. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. don't need to always figure it out. But we need yeah. wisdom so that we can be effective for God's kingdom. All right, we're coming down to the, the end. Let me give you those strategy application. Number one, build an intimate relationship with God. For a willing mind, Amen. we need to build an intimate relationship with God. He says, call to me. Amen. I will answer you and tell you and even show you great and mighty things. Things which have been confined and hidden, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. Jeremiah 33, 3. I think I told the story the other day. You know what I started praying? Father God, show me the hidden things that I cannot see. Things in my, right. in my marriage that I need to be aware of. Things with my children. Mm -hmm. Things with my ministry. Things like even on the, um, the, the, the work that I'm doing. Things with my family members. Things that I cannot see. God, show me. I even gave the explanation the other day where I said, I said, God, show me even with me. And I saw, and I remember I kept saying to Dean, Dean, I feel like I want to move forward, but I just can't seem to, every time I move forward, I seem to be slipping back into a pattern of just drawing closer to God. You know what I saw in a, saw in a dream? A rope wrapped around my foot. And I had to, and I said, I was like, what is that? Progression. So something was wrapped around my foot that was hindering my progression. Let me tell you, that thing so disturbed me. I woke, I, I woke up and I said, Dean, when we woke up in the morning, I said, Dean, I need you to help me pray because this is what I saw in the spirit, right? Yes. So there's things God says, call to me and I will answer and I will show you great and mighty things, things which have been confined and hidden which you do not know yeah. and understand and cannot distinguish. That's why we have yes. to have this intimate relationship with God so that he can reveal the hidden things that he cannot see. Elisha's, um, Elisha with his servant, that's a very good story to read where yes. the servant's eyes had to be open. Mm -hmm. Number two, 
set some goals to help you build your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 16, three says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Sometimes we need to set some goals. You know what I tell my kids all the time? Set the goals. Even if you do nothing, that's a goal. We need to set some goals. I have a, uh, uh, things to do list that I do. I need to be more consistent, but when I use it, it works. Where I outline what I'm going to do for the day, I keep it on my dressing table and I check off the things that I get done. And I feel so good that I've accomplished something. Even That's if right. Jackie pays, even if it's Jackie calls so and so, I mark it. Everything I mark, Jackie, do your grocery list. Everything I mark on this, Jackie, do your Bible study. Jackie, make sure you pray. These things I write down. They're my goals for the day. Things that mm -hmm. I need to get done. And I commit it to God. We need to do things so we can stay on track. The devil wants Amen. to. Last one. What are some things, if any, that you have learned from your upbringing that can help strengthen your relationship with God? David said to Solomon, learn the God of your ancestors. What is it that your ancestors did that was so successful? Pick it up. For it says, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past stories we have heard and known. Stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about mm -hmm. his power and his mighty wonders. Psalm 78, two to four. Guys, I remember my dad reading his Bible every day and praying by his bedside. I remember mm -hmm. my grandma Lily praying. They call it four day morning. Early mm -hmm. in the morning, she was praying. Tessa said she learned how to do um, Bible study, learned how to study the Bible from pastors. We need to be able to remember what we've seen our, our, our four parents do things yeah. that remember from our upbringing mm -hmm. that was conducive to their growth. Mm -hmm. Amen. And we need to learn from this mm -hmm. by study with your children. Have yeah. Conversations about the Lord. When we do these things, yes. with our parents, it gets handed down to the next generation, next mm -hmm. generation. Amen. Right? Bringing your children to church. Even yeah. stop. They will remember they went to church. Mm -hmm. Come on. That's how my father got saved. He, he came off to the sidetrack. Then he, he went back on track. And mm -hmm. that's how he started going to church from mm -hmm. little. God is good. I hope mm -hmm. we're helpful. We, we can, we can talk all day and go off, off, off. Great topic. You have no idea. Then, amen. So the strategy application is to have a willing mind, build an intimate relationship with yes. God, set some goals to help you build relationship, build your relationship with God. And, and anything that you have learned from your upbringing that can help strengthen your relationship with God, bring it back into action. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strategize Your Life podcast with Pastors Dean and Jacqueline Richards. We hope that you were encouraged to achieve, believe, and conquer in your pursuit to a purpose-filled life. Pastors Dean and Jacqueline are founders of Covenant Remnant Ministries. To contact them for speaking engagements and workshops, send an email to info at covremmin.com.